The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. everybody hi how are you are we in the car are we chillaxing did we survive thanksgiving i think i did i think i did you guys today is a solo episode because you asked and i'm here for it i'm here to make all your wishes and dreams come true I will say that I got a lot of questions when I posted this question on Instagram about recording a solo that I'm definitely not going to get to all of them. The best thing for me to do is probably just go down the list and then continue to do these solo episodes and get to everything. But the first category is just personal. So I feel like let's just get into it. How am I How was my weekend? I am doing good. I'm a little bit scatterbrained right now because we are leaving tomorrow for Pound Ridge. Pound Ridge is just a little bit north of Manhattan in New York. And we're going to see Timmy's family and do Thanksgiving at Timmy's sisters, Hillary and Moe's. And I'm really excited. And I love, I feel like I haven't really traveled anywhere in a while, even though I probably, if I think about it, left a month ago. But I love going there. It's cozy. It's relaxing. It's homey. We're in the country. We're on a lake. It's just great. The bed's comfortable. The room's cold. We can sleep in. I I love it. I love it. And I, though, like get stressed about what to pack. Like, like I want to put looks together. I want to look cute. I want to create content. But then I'm like, ugh, I'm just relaxing in Pound Ridge, like on the couch, cooking for Thanksgiving, chilling. Like, how can I make that look cute? So right now I'm just packing. I'm running errands. I had to go pick up prescriptions, get Timmy some powder that he needs because he has this weird rash on his chest and on his private area. It's nothing scary. We were using some new laundry detergent that I think his skin reacted to. So we got to stick with all free and clear around here. But so running errands, had to go get some tech stuff, lighting stuff, camera stuff so that I could film some more situations for you guys. And then I have to also shoot Amazon content, go pick up Sunny, pack, go for a family dinner at 530 and get this podcast done. So I'm, yeah, I'm scatterbrained, but I did go to therapy already and I did go to my trainer, which I've been super consistent about for about... I don't know, three months, I'd say. I'm pretty proud of myself because you guys have heard me talk about this. Like consistency is something that I struggle with and that I feel like I always let myself down with because I believe in myself that I am a procrastinator and that I'm lazy. And I think that the more that I tell myself that, the more I actually am that person. So I've been working on that a lot with my therapist and I've been going every week. I haven't canceled one appointment 
And I, same with my trainer. I've been going every week. And like, I know a lot of you probably are thinking, like, you a trainer. But it's like, I, I want to stay healthy. I need to stay active. I want to build muscle. And these are things that I can do that allow me to like zone out. They're fully meditation hours. So I am really proud of that. And, and it made me feel like today was going to be less stressful because I got those things done first. Like I took care of myself. I was present in those moments. I like figured out what it was that I needed to do and then have gone in order pretty much of what I needed to do, which is something that's been an intention of mine to make a to-do list each morning and then go in order. So let's see what I've done so far. I went to the PO box, but I still need to open up the PO box items. So let's add that to the list. I got my light and equipment for my phone. That was one thing. I picked up my prescriptions, another thing. So what I have left to do is pack, pick up Sunny, finish this podcast, and then shoot Amazon content, record some more stuff for content to promote what it is that I'm up to, and then enjoy my family. So all that is to say, like, I feel like I've got my plate full at the very moment, but we're good. Our weekend was good. We went to see Trolls, which I highly suggest like taking a gummy before and going to see. It was very chaotic. I did not understand the storyline, but maybe that was because I was on a gummy. But it was for the most part chill. We've been trying to really not make a lot of plans on the weekend so that we have the opportunity to just do what we want when we want it and not have anxiety for plans that we've made, which is very freeing. So that has felt good. And I am doing great. Honestly, I was just texting Timmy. He's playing golf today. He's in a big tournament. And I was texting him saying like, I am really proud of myself. I've been so consistent. I feel like I'm doing good. Like I'm very aware of when my mind starts to spiral and I'm able to calm myself down and tell myself what's real and what's not. And the simplification with work and everything has been amazing. I feel like I've really been able to say no more adamantly and confidently to things that I don't want to do that do not align with my end goal. And I think that like even in just doing that for the month, some things are happening that are like things that I have, I don't know, almost manifested like design collaborations with collections in other countries. And my styling business has been awesome. Like being able to connect with people one-on-one each week. And I think that just the simplification and really just focusing career-wise on what it is I want to be doing, which is just like being creative and producing content that's actually empowering and confidence boosting while still filling the buckets of like fashion, beauty, lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. But it really, the simplification has been awesome. And I really recommend that to everybody to when you have the time and patience, really sit down and start with the things that you really love, like the parts of your life that you really want to focus on or nurture and love. And then maybe start a list of all the things or the people that aren't necessarily like serving you or ways that you can simplify. And I think that just making those two lists will give you some clarity as to how you can direct like your next steps. I'm feeling pretty Okay, I'm just answering questions. A lot of these have been questions you guys have been asking, like, how are you feeling about simplifying? How are you feeling about your schedule? 
life update. How are you really doing? So I'm just kind of going through that right now. But my schedule has been good lately. I feel like I have to just be okay with the fact that it's going to be different every day and it's not the typical nine to five. And I don't even necessarily want that. But I think sometimes what gets hard for me is not knowing what's going to happen the next day, what's going to be needed of me. Am I have going to have to be on and be in front of the camera? Am I going to have to be on and be behind the camera? Am I going to be hosting an episode? Am I going to be a guest on an episode? Am I producing content that I'm in? Or am I producing organic content? Or am I producing sponsored content? Like there's, you know, there's just things that are going to change as our life changes. And my job touches so many different industries that I just have to be at peace with it being a little bit chaotic. But I think that for the most part, I have been able to really like block things off and stick to it like the therapy, like the working out, like blocking things off and sticking to them over time will become second nature. And I highly, highly recommend it. Okay. What is exciting to me right now? So two things. One, going to Pound Ridge tomorrow. I'm just excited to get away. I need a little bit of a breather away from my phone, away from work, away from simplification, away from everything that I just talked about. And then also on the other end is the design partnerships that are possibly happening. Like I just am so honored and like touched that a line would even think of me to want to ha have my like touch on it. It's just, it's really so cool for me. And I truly, truly hope that those come to fruition. And for those partnerships, even like, and my agents would not like me for saying this, but it's not even about the money. It's really just about the, the creating and be able to seeing what I create on people and that being all worthwhile. So I hope that we can make that happen again. How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworker's promotion. I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments? Careers are complicated and there are so many hush-hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. What is my wind down routine? So my typical wind down routine or my ideal wind down routine rather is putting down Sunny, taking a hot shower with all my scrubs, masks, polishes, conditioning treatments, loofahs, even though my sister says I shouldn't use a loofah because of all the bacteria in it, but all my stuff. And then I get out and I do a mask and oils and all the things. And I put on a cozy outfit and a cozy robe and cozy socks. And I'm able to like really just be in my element and my comfiest with bare, clean, moisturized skin. And then it's usually just like TV time. Like TV time is wind down time for me. And we've been watching Game of Thrones and 
I, I've been loving it. I think that it's really helpful to have a scripted show to turn to at nighttime that has a storyline. One, I fall asleep easier to it. I feel like with Real Housewives and reality shows, they like get my endorphins going or my like my hormones or whatever it is all riled up and I can't go to sleep. Like I get too excited. So Game of Thrones, even with all the goriness, it's still pretty calming for me. And Timmy and I just chill. We just watch and we chill. And I usually fall asleep to the TV. If not, he starts to fall asleep to the TV, tells me he's falling asleep. We turn it off and I'm usually pretty much out. Falling asleep isn't that difficult for me. And I hope because I said that it doesn't become difficult, knock on wood. But Timmy and I are both pretty blessed with the sleep situation, except for that Sunny comes in around 6, 6.30 every morning. So I could definitely use an extra hour in the morning. But for the most part, I feel like my wind down routine works for me. And sometimes I don't get to this and that's okay. Sometimes I have no energy and I just either rinse off quickly, put a lotion on and some sweats on and call it a day or just wash my face if I've showered later in the day and jump in bed. But like, I think that having a little bit of space away from your phone, like I'm a TV person, so that's fine for me, but I don't want to be looking at my phone and watching my TV during wind down time. Like wind down time and TV time should be sacred. The time when I watch TV and look at my phone is when I'm working from home and I want to have something on in the background and I'm looking at my phone at the same time. And that's like the ultimate no-no, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I like just having the sounds of like people yelling at each other and like being like, you look so cute. Like it, it makes me feel at home. I also forgot to tell you guys that I'm starting to read this book recommended to me by my therapist called The Smart But Scattered Guide to Success by Peg Dawson and Richard Guar, Guare, <laughs> not Richard Gear. But anyways, I just started it. I'm only eight minutes and 50 seconds into chapter one, and I really like it so far. But I think that's what I am. I think I'm smart, but I think I'm scattered. Anyway, sorry for the aside, but I wanted to get that in because I thought maybe some of you would find that helpful. Okay. Tell us more about the jewelry you're making. So I have a friend in New York. Her companies live rainbow fully. You should definitely check her out. But she sent me and Sunny all of these beads, these bead making kits during COVID. And we've been using them and I've been loving it. We've made all sorts of creations. And when I was in fashion week, last fashion week, and I was having sort of a tough time, she reached out to me and was like, let's go bead in the park if you have time. And I, I really didn't want to do it, honestly. Like I just, I was like, no, there's more important things I should be doing and blah, blah, blah. You know, all the excuses we make not to do something that we know is good for us, but that may like step us outside of our comfort zone a little bit. But I decided to do it and ended up just having the best time. It was so therapeutic. Like we sat and chatted, but we also sat in silence for the most part and was just able to like zone completely out and focus on the creation. And I think that's what I love so much about creating is that it really puts you in a zone of a happy place where like nothing else matters. And I love that. So I got all this confidence and I came home and I was like, I'm going to go to the bead store and get all these cool beads and make all my holiday presents. So I went to the bead store, got all these cool beads, 
hadn't done anything with them. And I was going to this event and I was like, I was up early one morning and I was like, you know what? Let's make a necklace to go with this dress. Like this dress needs a little bit of something. So I designed something that went with the dress from what I had bought at the store. And it was a success. Like, and it was so fun. I haven't made one since because it it does, it is kind of like time sucking. But I was thinking about making them as holiday presents for special loved ones. And then my friend in New York was like, you need to start a business. And I was like, okay, calm down. Like not everything needs to become a business, but it is a really fun hobby for me. And I need more hobbies. You know, Timmy has his golf, he has his tennis and uh, he has his Legos. Um, And I feel like, you know, I, I do my design work, but other than that, like, I don't really have hobbies, but I'm skilled at things or I could do things. So I'm just trying to push myself to do them, even though my inner, you know, cozy comfort soul sometimes is like, just relax, like chill, watch TV, read. I have to motivate to to do things that fill my soul up in different ways. So that's the story about the jewelry I'm making. All right. How would you describe your aesthetic now versus in your 20s? Hmm. When I was in my 20s, my style was very much like uh, my style was very like teen vogue. It was like mix and match prints, colors, textures, costume jewelry, big chunky necklaces, big beach waves, statement pieces, chunky rings, huge wedge sandals, platforms. Like it was just very much like my version of Carrie Bradshaw and Sex in the City. And now it's just so much more laid back. Like I just want to be comfortable and I love fashion, but so much of my comfort zone tends to want to wear like a cozy pair of trousers, a sweatshirt, a pair of like dad sneakers and a leather jacket. Like that's just my vibe now. I want to be in elevated essential basics with pops of style notes here and there, but I think that I've just toned it down. I obviously think I've gotten older. So naturally, my taste has sophisticated a little bit. But I think for the most part, I was playing around, having fun, not afraid to take statements, take risks, start trends. I think now I'm like a little bit more reserved when it comes to that. But I think that maybe it's just because it's my lifestyle. Like I'm I'm picking up a kid at school. I'm working from home. Like I'm not out and about filming a TV show like I once was. So I really, I feel like I dress for my lifestyle. Like if I've got an event and if I'm going out, like I love to get glammed up. And even when I'm going to a wedding, like I always want to make a statement. But for everyday life, it's really just all about how I'm, pairing together my basics. Okay. My workout routine. So right now I'm just doing an hour trainer that I was talking to you about. I go to a trainer named Denise. She's awesome. We do an hour of just like very light weights and stretchy type workout. It's just good for me to strengthen, obviously, like I was saying before. And then Every other week, I'll do a Pilates class at my friend Pilates by Amanda. I used to me post about her. She has an amazing Pilates studio here in LA, but she lives kind of far away, so it's not the most 
convenient. And then if I'm lazy, which is most of the time, like two days a week, I'll do a Melissa Wood Health. And I really shouldn't even call it lazy because her workouts still are very challenging and they work, but I don't have to leave. I don't have to like get out of my pajamas. I can just pull out my mat from behind my mirror and do a workout. And I feel like her 25 minute workouts are perfect for me. The perfect amount of time when Sunny is like watching something in the morning before school. So that's pretty much it. It's like one trainer, one Pilates and like two Melissa Woods. So it's like three, about three times a week, I would say I'm working out. I'm really just trying to do that to move my body, to strengthen my body and to, to tone it, but nothing, nothing more or less than that. Okay. What is a dream job of yours that would surprise us? Honestly, my dream job is to own a general store. Timmy and I want to own like a specialty foods and general store where you can go and get like a really beautiful gourmet sandwich and dips and spreads and pasta salads and hot foods and cold foods and to go dinners, but also like all your general store needs, very curated chic. I feel like we would do such a good job of that, but I wouldn't even know how to get started. So that would be a fun dream gig. Oh, and obviously have like a flower shop within that where we could custom do bouquets. That would be dreamy. Oh, and a bakery and a bakery. Okay. All those things in one are my dream job. What helps with anxiety during a big life change? What helps with anxiety for me is having the right conversations with the right people to work through a plan. I think as long as you have a plan, you can really get through anything. And I think for me now that I have a therapist that I can turn to, where if anything big comes up, I know that I have that person once a week and even beyond that to talk through how to get to the beginning, through the middle, and to the end of any situation. And also having Timmy to do that with too. I think that nobody can do it alone. And I really highly recommend if you don't have a therapist looking into that, there are so many different ways of doing it. And this is not an ad, but I've worked with BetterHelp before and it's affordable and accessible and you can do it from your phone and you can even text. But I think that also just realizing that everything is a phase comes into play a lot of the time for me and especially even for the next question like how do you deal with work stress this year wasn't the best work year for us honestly speaking i think out of covid it was a tough year there was the strike that affected everybody's industry being in los angeles things suffered out here. And also for me, like continuing to maintain relevancy is something that I think that I always am trying to do. You know, when you're on a TV show, your, your face is plastered everywhere and your exposure is so much more there. And so because social media doesn't always come so naturally to me, like that can be difficult. I found that when I'm on TV, my career, my successes, they, they grow. And I understand that's the nature of it. You know, that's like showbiz and that's okay. And if there was the right opportunity, maybe I would do something, but I think I just want to focus on doing the things that make me happy. And those things will then 
I believe bring me the most success because I will be the happiest and isn't just being the happiest, the most successful. So work stress, it's a phase. Again, you need to have a plan of how you're going to get out of it right now. Mine was that I was just feeling so scattered. And so I talked to my therapist about it and she gave me this book and hopefully I can get some helpful tools with my executive functioning and planning and list making and following through. All right. What do you see as your biggest success in life? Honestly, my marriage and my child are those, are those answers allowed? Like I think my relationship is something that is that I just treasure so much that takes constant work and it has taken so much consistency. And so, and I'm, we're so happy. And so I just, I view that to be such a success. And then also being able to create this little guide, like what a success that is, you know, I feel so, so grateful, especially being in the middle of all this fertility stuff again, just so, so grateful for him. And if I don't, ever get another one, like still just so grateful that I even have him. So that's a success. Check, check. Okay. How to remain content in a world where there's always the next best thing. This is so complicated too, but I think it's like setting goals for yourself of what your ideal world is, what your ideal environment is, what's your ideal job, your ideal house, your ideal city you live in, your ideal partner. I think that making certain things non-negotiables and then being content with those things and everything else is a freaking extra. You know, no matter what, there's going to be someone that has more than you, that is younger than you, that is more successful than you, that is smarter than you. Like there's always like going to be that person, but they're never going to be you. So you just have to be content being you and stop comparing what you have to what everybody else has. Just be content with the things that you have accomplished that are in your ideal reality. Fave hobbies right now. I am obviously loving beating. Is watching TV a hobby? I painted the other day. We got out some paints and I made like a pretty sick acrylic landscape painting. And that's pretty much it. Those are my hobbies at the moment. I don't really make the time for much more. I would love to dance. Dancing is one of my ideal favorite, most fun hobbies that I don't do enough. Like listening to music in my car, dancing is a hobby and I love that, but I would love to actually like get out there and move my body. And I've been saying that for a while and haven't done it. So we'll see. Maybe 2024 is the year or maybe, maybe I'll do by the end of this year. Who knows? Timmy wants me to go take a dance class at that Millennium Dance Center in the Valley to like scout out talent for a reality show about like amazing dancers. And he's like, you know, you kill two, two birds with one stone, go take a dance class and uh, go scout, go scout for a TV show. I'm like, then last question is how to deal with rejection. So I try to reframe the word rejection as like, this is a pass. This wasn't the right opportunity for you. This wasn't the right fit. And this is a pass. This doesn't mean never. It just means not right now. And I think that knowing that rejection is inevitable is a huge part of being able to be successful and to be able to be hit by the waves because it's impossible to do something different and 
try to build something or try to put yourself out there without someone disagreeing with what you're doing or thinking it's unnecessary or telling you no. And I think you just have to know that and you have to completely tune that out and know that those people that are saying no to you, that don't understand you, that you don't need to work harder to try to get their acceptance. You just need to be you. And if they then gravitate towards accepting you, then that's great. But if you're not their vibe, then just let it go. Like we are each not for everybody and that's okay. There's so much more here. There's relationships, there's mom stuff, there's beauty, fertility, career, fashion, grief, and then other random stuff. Maybe I can give you some random stuff just for some fun things. Current celebrity crush, Paul Mezcal. He is my celebrity crush. He was just on the cover of Harper's Bazaar a couple months ago. My best friend, Andrea, who's the entertainment editor there, put him on the cover and then got to interview him. And I have never been more jealous. Love, love, love Paul Mescal. Best and worst experiences on TV. Oh my God, there have been so many. Probably my best one ever was showing my collection at Fashion Week a couple times. Like both my runway shows were probably the best, coolest things to be able to have like caught on camera. And then my worst experience on TV was probably, (laughs) I have two, one definitely falling on Good Morning America Live and on the hills. And then my other one, which is not, I love that guy, Tyler, the medium, Tyler Henry. I think that he is really special, but I did a session with him and I am kind of a skeptic when it comes to that. And it was just like such an awkward situation because I think that he like not wanted, but felt like he was really right on about stuff. And I just felt like this was all stuff that he could have known by looking me up. And I was just skeptical. And I just remember feeling so uncomfortable filming that episode, but also getting so much feedback afterwards about like how much that episode touched them and all of this. And so, yeah, I don't know. I remember he told me I was going to like start a cookbook and I was like, "Mm, I don't know about that. But watch that episode if you're interested and tell me what you think. Okay, how to not get too overwhelmed planning, gift buying, and holiday outfits. You guys, go check out my Amazon storefront. This is also not a paid sponsorship. I mean, I work with them on my other channel, but I'm telling you, Amazon, easiest shipping, easiest shopping, such great stuff, perfect for stocking stuffers. Like just order all your little things at once. Go check out my wish list. Check out my storefront. Really, really good gift buying planning situation for you there. And then holiday outfits. Good question. I feel like I should do a little bit of mood boarding holiday outfits for you guys for Thanksgiving, for work parties, for like girls cocktail holiday parties. This is good inspiration for me. I'm going to start thinking about some holiday content, y'all. And I'm hiring someone new to help me with content next week. So I'm so excited about that too. Please, please, please. I know podcast isn't the easiest way to talk to one another, but message me on Insta. Tell me anything I'm missing here on the podcast, what you want to hear more of. I'm going to do more of these personals. Like I said, we have so much more to get into, but I felt like this was a good check-in with me, where I'm at now, how I'm doing emotionally, 
physically? Where are we going? What are we doing for the holidays? Just like a casual check-in. I love it, guys. Thank you per usual for just being here, for like choosing to take the time out of your life to listen to me. I really, 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 really appreciate it. All right. I hope you had a wonderful holiday and we'll chat with you next week. Okay. Bye guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.